All right, welcome to Centered Sunday with your host, Cherie Shai Holmes. I am the business doula and I help ambitious, spiritually minded women monetize their purpose, navigate solo business development and break their financial glass ceilings. And today, 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 y'all, I have the lovely honor of bringing on Miss Raina of Divinely Created Treats. And she was part of the Business Basics Bootcamp that I want her to share some of her stories. But first, before we do that, Raina, tell us about your business, how you got started, and what is your favorite treat? Uh, well, thank you for having me on. Um, as you stated, I am the owner, sole creator of Divinely Created Treats. We're a home-based, Chicago-based treat-making company. We specialize in making custom delicious one-of-a-kind treats to help people bring their parties or celebrations, special events up a notch. So I have officially been in business uh, since last year I did my LLC. However, I've been making treats for over 10, 15 years. Wow. Actually, it started back in college, just making chocolate pretzel rods. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I took it up a notch and decided to do strawberries. And um, after college, it would just be something I would do every now and again for my friends, their parties or gatherings. And at the admonishment, encouragement of others, like, you know, you should, you should pay, charge people to pay you for your treat. And I was like, oh, okay. It all started as a hobby. <laughs> and I would get orders from clients every now and again, occasionally, you know, I didn't ever think too much of it because I had a full-time job but as time went on I was like okay this this could be something and I always said this is my little business this is just my side hustle but then I partnered with you the business doula <laughs> I knew who you were and I knew that you uh you did things like writing your planner and journal and helping women mm -hmm. but when we had our discovery call that's what it really was, a discovery to learn that this is not a, just a small business. Mm -hmm. This is not a side hustle. Mm -hmm. This is this is God's purpose for me. And I learned so much that there's more to me than just dipping. You allowed me to see that. My, but however, my favorite thing to dip, uh, which isn't really a dip or the chocolate covered Oreos. <laughs> okay, first of all, y'all, these chocolate covered Oreos are so good, especially anything in the white chocolate family. I'm a fan, but go ahead and tell them which one <laughs> the chocolates and the Oreos is your favorite. Yeah, and I'm guessing because it is the easiest, but uh -huh. now what I'm starting to make are taffy grapes. Mm -hmm. And for many of your listeners that may not know, because you're not just a Chicago base, Chicago started these things called taffy grapes, and they're supposed to emulate a taffy apple, and you dip it in nuts. I'm liking those now. Uh, at first, I didn't, because I just thought it would be too tedious, but no, I like the idea of getting the grapes, cleaning the grapes, you know, inspecting the grapes first, cleaning them, and dipping them, and just the feedback I've gotten from people and their love of these taffy grapes and even the strawberry crunch grapes amazing so those are becoming my next favorite okay that's also one of my favorites I think it, it feels like I'm eating like a tart green apple 
mm-hmm. but in the convenience of popcorn. You know how like popcorn is. is like in your hand and you just pop one, two, just, and they are so addictive and they, you don't you don't feel as bad because you know how big a grape is. It's like this big, yeah, and they're so good. You're like, oh, let me get another one, let me make another one, let me and it's that combination of, like you said, the tartness from the green grape, mm-hmm. but then mixed with the savory caramel, and then the nuts just top it off. So it's it's like eating kind of like a taffy apple. Yeah. And if you haven't tried them, try them, like put them in the refrigerator for a few minutes. Well, like 30 minutes, maybe to take them out. That's even better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you mentioned that you got started in college. Mm-hmm. Why does anyone decide I'm going to do pretzels for fun as a hobby? Like, where did that come from? I don't even remember. It was like an event. Uh-huh. Um, I went to a Christian brother college and we were always put it on different kind of fundraising events. And one of my sweet mates decided, you know, hey, let's try and make some chocolate covered pretzels. And I'm like, okay. You know, it's easy to buy then almond bark because you, you can still get it now, which is yeah. kind of a low grade dip. And then pretzels. And I was like, okay, and then buy a jar of pretzels. Uh, sprinkle, we did that and put them in little bags. And here, here you go. It was just simple and easy. It wasn't like, I'm going to make a business out of making chocolate covered pretzels. Yeah. You know? And then found out my mother loved them because she used to get this other name brand of actual pretzel, mm-hmm. uh, not pretzel rods. So I would make them for her. And she just loved them. And then I kind of stopped and picked it back up after college and the church one time was doing a fundraiser like a building fund I was like well I don't have all the money to contribute to the building fund I know I'll sell strawberries and donate those proceeds and that's what I did and Mm -hmm. people started to love it and I was like oh okay let me try this and I did like little market research do you like the pretzels or do you like the strawberries with coconut, without coconut? Yes. Do you like white chocolate? Do you like nuts? Do you like chocolate chip? So that's how I was kind of finding out at the time what people liked. And from there, I went. And it's so funny. A few weeks ago, I saw pictures of some of my first strawberries. And I was like, oh, my God, those are horrible looking. Uh-huh. But now I'm just like, oh, wow. Look at you using edible paints and glitters and things. So it's evolved. Yes. And I think that's something that we fail to do when our business is growing. We always kind of like, and you can speak to this. We're always looking at what everybody else is doing, right? We're comparing our business to somebody who we think is better, who has better graphics, who has a bigger fan base, more followers than us. Like, how do you manage that, especially in the space of creativity and grow your growing your business? For me, when I first started, it was like, oh, they're making this. I'm going to do that. Oh, they're, and I could never get the technique right. But so it was just like, you know what? Find one thing at a time, learn, study, and go, no, I may not be as good or make what they do, mm-hmm. but at least it challenges me to try. And that's the beauty for me, because if I hadn't saw what some of the other competitors, not competitors, but other uh, chocolatiers were doing that I never would have tried to use edible paints. Mm-hmm. I never would have tried. So it helps me not to try and be better than them, but to bring my game up, mm-hmm. to bring the level of quality up. I always value the business 
on customer service and then the quality. So might not look as good or be promoted as good, but if at the end of your experience, you like, you know, divinely created treats and Raina, good customer service, and their food was her treats were good too, then I'm okay with that. Okay, I love that. So there's there's the other aspect, right? And this is something mm-hmm. that you and I talked about a bit in the boot camp is, you know, at, quote unquote, everybody's making treats, right? Well, not everybody's mm-hmm. making treats, but almost know. everybody. <laughs> right, right. So when it comes to your branding, how do you use mm-hmm. that? What did you learn like in the boot camp to help you differentiate yourself in the market as the treat boss? Yes, the treat boss. That's who I am now uh, <laughs> with the help of the doula. Uh, ultimately, finding my niche, finding who my target audience was. Like I knew that you would think that selling chocolate covered strawberries, oh, Valentine's Day, romantics, and you know, lovers would be my target audience. But really, it's not. My target audience are predominantly women who are throwing parties, whether that be for them, their girlfriends or their children who are going to prom. That is like the most or where my client come from. Mm-hmm. So that I knew that, but it took the boot camp to make me really look at it and dig deeper to see so I'll know how to market, how to pitch, where to funnel my branding and my, I guess, promotion to those women, not just, oh, a big corporation. I mean, that would be great, but <laughs> yeah. I know who my tenant is. I know where to drive my attention to now. So that's where the boot camp really helped me. So in regards to like your target market, and mm-hmm. I know when we were going through the boot camp, there was a craze happening. How important is it for you to innovate and stay on trend, even when it comes to creating treats and being aware of what your target market, your target audience needs? want to be able to provide different options for your client or at least in my mm-hmm. in my opinion so yeah I can't just stay stagnant on making chocolate covered strawberries and then drizzle it's like no let's step out of your comfort zone and try some taffy grapes let's try and then you realize oh you know what you like these and the clients like it too as well mm-hmm. and if a client asks me for something I will say no you know I'll be like okay let me try it out and see if we, what you want possible. So mm-hmm. everybody is happy. And then I also retain the client exactly. <laughs> as well. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. One of the things I think is also amazing about your business and how you keep up with the trends is that you are also pushing the limits. Like you give, I'm pretty sure you give all your clients extra treats, but I mean, it's not, it's not like it's a whole lot, but when you're trying to test something new, like you go ahead and create it and just slip it in the bag and be like, Hey, let me think, let me know what you thought, you know, about this. So how do you come up with that? Like, how do you know when it's time to create a new product or try something new? I, I can't take the credit for it. I'll mm-hmm. just say it's God divine, you know, led by the spirit. Divinely created treats. Divinely, right. Exactly. <laughs> I know a few years back, I decided, hey, I want to try to make chocolate candies or at least clusters. 
Fannie Mae has a turtle, chocolate turtle, but I didn't want to call it a turtle one, you know, possibly trademark infringement. So, uh, and then plus it was like, no, I didn't, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to try to do something different. So I tried to do it in the form of a, like a little flower, but that was a little wow. too time consuming. Uh-huh. It was a little too much. I was like, no, we're not going to put these on the menu. No, at the time. But then come back around, I noticed I was making them for myself and um, <laughs> I, I was indulging a little too much. You high these. off your own supply. <laughs> you know, I didn't want to say that, but yes. So I decided to, let's, let's test the market again out on this. So I started making the chocolate turtle clusters. That's what I'm going to call them, the, the pecan clusters. I'm still trying to find the exact terminology for that. And I was like, okay, I make them, you know, if people really like them, Rainy, you're going to have to do more than just add one or two in the little packs that I've been slipping out as samples. So now I'm in the process of trying to find the right type of packaging. And mm-hmm. even with that, the, the price point that will be appealing because some of the stores of the name brands for just two of their similar brands are skyrocket high. So I know I have a good product. I know people like it, but I'm not trying to take all their money for it. I want them to be able to come back and buy more. So I'm in the process now of working with the price point. So they are coming soon. So again, it's divinely created for turtles, not turtles, excuse me, pecan clusters and peanut clusters. Okay. So yeah. (laughs) I mean, I guess I could call it turtles, but I just want to come up with something different, you know. Any suggestions? Maybe I'll do a poll on Instagram. That would be great. See, look at you using the skills. Exactly. Do a poll on Instagram, come up with a couple names and let people decide which one they like Mm -hmm. the most. You know me, make it as sexy as possible. (laughs) Um, Okay, so, (laughs) so I would like to dig in a little bit deeper here with this next question I want to know like what was probably the hardest um obstacle that you had to overcome especially going through like the business boot camp in your business like what was the hardest obstacle was it a mindset obstacle was it shifting you know from this is my side hustle like explain unpack that a little bit for us all of it (laughs) all of it um as you know, I have a, a great job, an awesome uh, job in uh, the federal community. And I'm, I make pretty good money and that's my comfort. So to know when I first started this, this was a side hustle of business. I didn't give it too much of my, I gave it some attention, but not too much. It was like, oh, I don't get any orders this month. Okay, it's fine. So me shifting my mindset again to think this is not a side business this is not a hustle this is my this is my business I'm working for myself not me getting up Monday through Friday working so that was one of the major things to change and I'm still changing it and also I had to change my mindset on myself Mm. to know hey Raina you have invested the time to research to learn money to figure out what product goes with what, how to decorate, what supply. So to know like, hey, I've got, I got some skin in the game. I could teach some people some things, 
you know, before they think like, oh, you know, they can learn it. They can, they can learn like I did. Well, everybody doesn't want to invest that time. They want to come to you, the treat boss, to right. know about those things. So mm-hmm. again, shifting my mindset in that area to know that look, I am somebody I have. <laughs> like, I don't have a problem with spending the money to invest mm-hmm. in learning, you know, like I always put things on the back burner, like, oh, I'll do my LLC later, or, oh, I'll buy, yes. you know, buy a little banner later, or, you know, this, that, the other, but it's like, oh, I need to buy this supply, or buy this brand of chocolate, or, or this paint is better than that, because mm-hmm. again, I wanted my customer to get the best, so that was never a problem, it was just investing and believing in myself. Yeah. And I think you're so you're like spot on with that because so many entrepreneurs will invest in their skills. They'll they're I mean, they'll invest in their business, but they won't invest in their own skills. Like they'll just do as much as they can on their own, like DIY in it, but they'll make sure they have the best packaging. They'll make sure they got the sign. They make sure they go do the pop-ups in the marketplace, but they won't take the time to invest in the business development, like the weaknesses. They it's more fun for us to invest in the part that we're strong in. You know, no one wants to invest in those weaknesses. To invest, for me, investing and working with you made me accountable. Mm. And that was something that I got away with a lot because a lot, a lot of my friends were like, Randy, you have a good product. You should really go into business for yourself. Oh, you should do what you have to do to, legitimize your business and then it's like okay yeah I'll do it next oh yeah I'm gonna do it next year oh I don't have the money for it it costs a lot but here's I done just dropped how much x amount of hundreds of dollars in the confection store Amazon (laughs) and it's like yeah okay but it's like oh okay I've talked to the doula and she's gonna help me push it through you you paid a pretty penny. We're gonna make this work, honey. Yeah. So exactly. do the assignments. Be accountable. Sit there. I'm not saying be like, did you do your homework? But it's like, did you do your homework? <laughs> okay. Um. Let's try this again. So it's that accountability that I needed. Mm-hmm. That that extra push. Mm-hmm. And then again, the, to take the blinders off. Like it's more to you than dipping, honey. And it's like, okay. So for all of your listeners, yes, she helps you with your business. So helping you to discover you and what you're capable of. I think hopefully I'm not going to share too much of your business on here. One of the things that I remember with us going through the boot camp is that there was like two things you were really resistant to. <laughs> here we go. I see your eyes. Number right. one, the fact that you mm-hmm. actually needed help. Number two okay. was the fact that you could actually train other people. So can you talk a little okay. bit about those two and the resistance you went well, through that? I, I always knew that I needed help, but I guess, you know, sub, subconsciously, I didn't think I needed help. I don't know. Um, yeah. But I knew I did. It was just a matter of like, okay, I'm going to take this information I'm going to pack it away. I'm going to take my notes. And when I need it, I can pull the things or when I think I need it. And then again, in addition to me training or mentoring people, um, I'm always wanting to help people. So 
it's like, okay, you, you need this information? Yeah, I got you, sis, bro, whatever, need information. Yeah. But to know like, hey, your time is valuable. Right. Just watching okay. you over those weeks, just kind of grow your confidence growing um, and just seeing your ability to embrace your business as a as a business was probably mm-hmm. one of the biggest takeaways that I, I saw you walk away with and then being able to kind of like open up your heart it's how it sounds so disney when i put it like this but this like you know this is mine i'm not hiring anybody i don't care if you want to help me for free you can't come help me it's i'm gonna keep it here i'm gonna keep it safe i'm gonna keep it small and for you to realize you know your business is to serve other people that's why we start all of our businesses so that we can be of service to other people and to see you begin to let down your guard and trust that someone else can come into your space and help you was, I loved seeing it. <laughs> I'm still, that's one of the things I'm still working on. I know, I know. I said, let down the guard. Um, right, right. I'm letting down. down the guards and opening. Right. Uh, I will say yes, due to the situation of COVID, that was a little leery about letting people in my space since this is a home-based business. But it was like, well, yes, I have friends that are volunteers to help me, but it's like, you don't know about food safety. I can tell you, but if I turn my back, are you going to be as mindful as I am? So, but I, I have let my walls down and let people or a person come in. So it, it's a process like anything, but I'm learning to, I, I bet those who want to learn from me who are in the treat business or the food industry, they can, you know, in in turn with the treat boss and learn. Yes. And one of the things that I've had to come away, or not come away with, to deal with is, okay, if I do let somebody in my space to learn from me, be okay with knowing that they will take possibly the thing takes to their business and grow their business and be okay with that. Yes, I want to help, but don't be like, okay, I'm going to help you, but I'm only going to tell you so much. You got to figure out the rest for yourself. It's like, I'm going to keep no. the other half of the secret sauce. Right. <laughs> like, No, you. I'm going to show you and you put your own secret sauce to it. You put your own spin because what I do is divinely created treats. What you do is whatever you Come create. Now. Come on now. So, what I do is divinely created. What, what, what we do is divinely created you do it's your own creation (laughs) i like say people people there are tons of business coaches but you're the doula you're the ones that help us to bring and go through the different trimesters and to bring our businesses aka our babies forth so yeah 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 that i love the way you put the two together you're exactly right I I just want to say though it was just so amazing having you in class. I loved your spirit, your energy. Um, I remember. I think we were working on branding. We were in the branding module, <laughs> and when you found out your branding archetype, you had like a whole fit. Like what? Wait yeah. a minute. This is kind of right. This what? How do they know? <laughs> How do like, you know this? I'm like yeah, but. Like- like, no, like who really would have thought like you think when you think of chocolate covered strawberries, yeah, you think of romance and love and like you say, keep it sexy. Mm-hmm. 
And then it's like, humanitarian? I mean, I know I'm a humanitarian, but what my business got to do with that? Not business. What my business got to do with that? <laughs> so, but it, again, it's, it's, it's one of the joys and the beauties of going through the boot camp. We learn, you help us unpack about not just ourselves, but our business and show, and it, and it brings more awareness. So we know again, how to market our business. And not, it's not that we just throwing our stuff on the wall and seeing whatever stick or whatever catches it. It's being purposeful and with intent. So I, 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 it was interesting. And that's something else that I still got to go back to. I'm like, okay, what was my archetype for humanitarian? Okay, how can I bring this and brand this yes. into the business? So, yeah. 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 Romance, that's kind of easy. You know, kind of easy. For it's just, time. you know, it comes easy to you. It's just who you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning. Yes. <laughs> so tell us how we can follow you, how we can get some of your delicious treats. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Sharice uh, is not too happy the fact that I'm not shipping as of yet. <laughs> you um, don't tell people that. That's okay. okay. We just okay. don't lay it all out. But real talk, real talk. This is this is like us having a coaching moment that everybody's about to hear. <laughs> I really okay. think you should do cupcakes in a jar. I know you're like, girl, I'm not the best baker. I know your face. I know your face. I know you. Listen, but... You like if they're if the cupcake is in a jar, it doesn't even have to be like you could call it cupcake crumbles, right? It doesn't even have to be a beautifully crafted cupcake. It could be the cupcake crumbles, like chocolate, some icing, right? Maybe give me some sprinkles, some candy, another layer of cupcake crumbles, and some more icing and some little cute sprinkles. Put the jar on there, to put the top on the jar, seal it with the plastic wrap seal, and ship it out. Yeah, I mean, yes, that's possible. But even besides that alone, I need to do more research for yes. shipping. Yes. I need to do research for shipping. Mm-hmm. And because uh, even with Chicago, with Illinois, they have certain laws on how I can sell things that have dairy in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so since the chocolate is made out of dairy, just like the icing or the frosting will be made out of dairy, unless I find some kind of way to make frosting icing without dairy that's why i don't ship as of right now vegan frosting <laughs> okay i mean and that's something that i have to research as well because even like with the cocoa bombs people are or like with the strawberries people have been wanting me to do low fat or uh sugar free that's it oh, sugar free okay. so trying to find that chocolate in the market for that like i've had some inquiries but i just haven't done that yet so so I'm working on it I'm working on it but to answer your first question your original question yeah thank you for the mentoring moment Uh, (laughs) see even even outside of the boot camp once you get locked in with this wonderful woman she's still gonna give you gems and nuggets you just gotta take them and receive them and don't let them go to waste but I me the business can be found on Facebook and Instagram with our business name, Divinely Created Treats. Um, you can also, we have the same email as well, Divinely Created Treats at Gmail. And we have a 24 hour response turnaround. If you send us a message, inbox us, DM us, email us, you will hear back from us within 24 hours. 
You can also reach us by telephone, which is 708-628-8482. And so, yeah, reach out to us, find us, like us, share us. We do, we are, again, home-based in Chicago, we, within the Chicagoland area for a small fee, uh, <laughs> for a small fee. So definitely reach out to us. We would love to work with you, help bring your next event up to the next level. Mother's Day is coming out. We're going to be putting out some box specials, perhaps with some strawberries, maybe some, uh, some sassy grapes, so, and also the pecan clusters. You know, <gasps> They're moms making it for Mother's Day? They, they will. They will. I'm okay. putting it out there. We got a date, y'all. We got a date. It's, it's, it's official. It's out, it's, it's out there. <laughs> Not Easter, Mother's Day. So that'll give enough time. So, I yeah. don't even know. When is Easter this year? I don't even know. She's like, all right, bet. <laughs> In literally two weeks. Really? April the 4th. It's, oh, so, it's, it's, it's so early, early this year. year. It's early this year. I'm like used to the middle of April, late April. I know. Yeah. It's literally in two weeks because next week is like it's the 26th. Sunday. Yes. Next week is Palm Sunday and the fall is Easter. So wow. I, got, I got, a, got a little time to buy my supplies and get ready. <laughs> Come up with some ideas for packaging for my boxes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love that. Okay, it's going to be good. I'm excited to see what you develop and create. It's going to be great. <laughs> Speaking it reminds it. me of the reel that I posted where I was like, when my f- clients first come to me, they're like, ah! And then afterward, there's like, I think it's fine. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's fine. It's doable. It's great. It can make it happen. It's all working out. <laughs> I mean, what's I can't do anything else but try and exactly. then go from there. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, that's what happened. Okay, next year it'll be better. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah. Oh man, that was great. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. And I know so many people are going to be blessed by you for your very candid responses. Um, and of course, we're going to check you out and get some of these treats going. I'm definitely going to be making sure I keep an eye out for these pecan turtle sexy clusters, whatever you're going to call them. Um, I'm the ready. love turtle. <laughs> the love turtle. <laughs> I think you should just call it that. <laughs> Can I get a love? Get a, get a bit of turtle love. Turtle love. Turtle dove love. I don't know. We're just going away with it at this point. I, I can't call it a turtle because it doesn't look like a turtle. But if you're selling the them, ones you got, time, they look like turtles. No, I don't know. We'll have to talk at a different time about this because we can go back yeah. and forth. We we can go. We'll be on here forever. You're listening exactly. to that. Oh my goodness! Go back and forth with names. Well, if y'all, if y'all, if if anybody in the tribe has a cool name. Send me a DM or send Raina a DM, yes. DM and let us know your idea of, I was just thinking of sunflower. <laughs> that has nothing to do with chocolate, but neither. But that was kind of like the mold. That's what the mold looked like for the very first ones I did. That's what I was thinking, like at least from the one that, like when you flip it over, it's got, it's kind of like spread out. And I was just thinking like the fla- the petals of the sunflower. That's how it looked. But I don't know that that doesn't equate to like chocolate in my head. 
No, I think it's sunflower seeds. Look, yeah, I'll do this. If you get, if any of the tribe, the communal, <laughs> has an idea, like Sharice said, yes, DM her, DM me. You know, we could even work out some type of a finder's fee, you know, Ooh. discovery okay. fee, uh, you know, free turtles for or chocolate. Look, just I'm flexible. Oh, that'll be a good, that'll be a good uh, promotion on your page. Mm -hmm. Help me name my next product. And then the person who helps you name your next product as the winner. So like have everybody submit answers to you on your page. Mm -hmm. Then use those answers for the poll. And then the one that wins is the wins one that choose also wins the prize. Boom. There you go. The doula. <laughs> drop the mic. <laughs> All right. Okay, thank you so much. We're going to go ahead and close out this podcast today with our affirmations. And you can say them with me. I am wanted. I am wanted, yes. I am loved. I am loved. And I belong. And I belong. All right, my beautiful queens. I will see you back here next week.